This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in your mind that we're not doctors and we have have not, as of yet, ever claimed to be. No. Are you a doctor, Stanger? No. Just a couple of dumbbells who love fitness? Want to yeah. help you with yours? Is that what we are? That's what we are. Yeah. Yeah, and the help can start right now. Hey. Why don't we That's introduce... That's real organic, right? Like it, it's almost... We're making it ours. It felt hot up felt, top. Felt hot up so top. So I felt like we needed to relax into it a little Loosen bit Loosen it up a little bit. And that's when I just said your name in the middle. And that's how I loosen things up is by bringing up people's human names. What do you think of that? <laughs> Smart. Hey, let's bring up this human name, our guest, to the weight room, Jason Sapiro. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks Good. For having me. Thank you for being here. So people would know you from Los Feliz Daycare, right? Yeah. Yeah, I super am- hot. Twitter, hot that, Twitter. I am that's that. now doing. A, you're making a show of this, right? Yeah, developing a show right now. So you are hoping, that. Hoping that uh, that goes, but we'll see. What I love about that Hollywood. Twitter and what I love about you is that you don't have kids. I have no <laughs> kids. I don't know much about kids, and I'm also not a doctor. Yes, you're not. You're not a doctor. You don't have kids, so you are also lying. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, lab yeah. coat that she wears is misleading. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, is I that little uh, hat everywhere. with a, the the. Reflective the mirror on it. it. The mirror on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's also a lie. Yeah. And you walked into here with glasses, which I don't think are a prescription either. They're not. They're just red. They don't even have lenses <laughs> they're, in there. Yeah, they're just red. They're just, yeah, they're like Sally Jesse Raphael, like yeah. the red lens or the red uh, frames. Frames. Yeah. But I think no it distinguishes lenses. me and it just sets me apart. Yeah. And people ask a lot of questions then. Yeah. That's, it kind of gets people talking. Well, y- you didn't bring it in, but at the front door, he did have a clipboard and a pen. And we did see him walking down the street, like just kind of hitting his head with the pen and then writing gibberish. Right. Yeah. Head. Interesting. You refused to bring that in, though. You no. demanded to leave it on the porch. Well, out he there. knew that lie wasn't going to stick. <laughs> and if I can get a two for one, I was already out doing that. Yeah. And now I'm doing this. Yeah. Two no surveys. No real surveys. Yeah. Just fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bits aside, though, also a book, uh, a memory hoarder's journal. Yeah, I have right. a book um, that I wrote last year, and it's kind of a guided journal. It doesn't. It's not. A, you don't sit down and read it. You kind of put it on a coffee table, look at it once a day for maybe a year, maybe write some stuff in it. But it's for people who want to remember everything, the little like small minutia in life, like the cost of cheese or the name of all the kids in your first grade class. Uh-huh. Um, so it's called the Memory Hoarders Journal. It's available. Do you have, um, lean into that mic there. Is it, do you have a, uh, like, is there templates in there? Or do you, or is it like more open-ended where people can then fill in how they, or I mean, do you have like a template like this cost that and yeah. then people can write it in? So every page kind of has a different prompt. And so that's you. what, okay. when I say it's I a wrote a- way to phrase it than how I was phrasing it. Yeah, it's great. Because when I say, tell people that I wrote a you book- write, do You write, did you write, did you write in the book? <laughs> Thanks for letting me flail out there. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell people I wrote a book, what I don't tell them is that I wrote one comedic prompt a day <laughs> for 120 days. Wow. And then somebody- That's still a lot. Yeah. That's still a lot I of mean, days. More than I can. A lot it was of jokes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 120 days is like. A couple We've done months. over 50 uh, episodes of this, and Stenger has had the same three jokes over and over again. Yeah, I would say two and a half. I mean, nah, no, no, come on. Uh, yeah, all right. But One you can't mine. <laughs> you can't get it on Amazon, so that's all I'll say. Getting the plug out of the way, you no, can yeah, get the memory. So they can journal. get the memory hoarders journal Great. on Amazon. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
And it's a fun idea. It's I, great. Give it to you your know, grandma. Give it to your sister. Buy it, it. If you're listening to this around the holiday season, buy a couple and give them to your mailman. Hey, listen, you're, you, <laughs> you, you're listening to this during Halloween season. I would say buy a fucking stack of them and give it out to kids. Yeah. Or like you can go, your costume could be a pile of a memory hoarder's <laughs> journal books. You know, so you're going to have to buy a lot of them to yeah. cover your whole body. Yeah. And that would be a cool costume, right? That's yeah. like the David S. Pumpkins of this year. That's it the is. Hot it is costume. Or you want to kind of do like a, a Memento Two costume? <laughs> you could do that. Oh yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Buy a couple books. That's Buy all a couple we're saying. Books. That's yeah. what we're saying. But well, we're it's also a, it's saying a, it's a good idea. I have a kid now, so I it stumps. So Eugene has a kid now. I've had a kid for a couple of years. But it's something you want to remember stuff. Like All right, it starts, I get it. You're cooler than me. Your bit. kid's been around for a couple of years. <laughs> I had it before Christ. it was cool to have kids, so yeah. now it makes mine cool. But um, To be fair, it's not cool to have kids. It's not. It's a lot of work. It's I a lot of work. Wait. You, you make fun wait. of it on you your podcast. Fun of it enough. Well, I can't wait, not because of my own kids. Like, they're fine. I want grandkids. Oh, oh, yeah. That's an interesting angle. Yeah. Because you want to be able to lie to your kids, but then tell the truth once they're grandkids? Exactly. Yeah. And I want to just spoil grandbabies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of digital downloads and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Oh, yeah. What Weird. Is- Grandpa's sent me the extras. <laughs> <laughs> sent me the Mindy Project extras. <laughs> He paid one ninety nine for just the extras. And he bought the Godfather bundle. <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> even three's in there. What the hell? You know, it's like it might come up where you you trick yourself. You think three is going to be good. You're like one and two. I know three is bad, but um, so huh. give, he got Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> give us a little. So give us some of uh, Los Feliz Daycare. What? So uh, so it's just about. It's kind of in a fun way skewering L.A. parenting. And really not just L.A., but just the, what I like to say, whole foodsification of our country. That's true. Um, You know, it's the feely, touchy parents who then also um, have a bunch of rules. So funny. And the contradictions. It's all about contradiction. But what I kind of boil it down to when I'm uh, making fun is that the people and the school and the, the kind of parenting I'm making fun of, the biggest problem is that people care too much. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm above it in any way because I'm going to be so fucking crazy when I'm yeah. a parent anyway. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the best kind of stuff right now is, is being committed to it. Yeah. And you can make, get made fun of for being committed, but you're also getting praised because you care. Yeah. And I'd rather that. That, yeah, that, but it's also, you know, like people obsessed with making sure that kids drink purified water, but then, oh, man. Like, they don't care if there's a, like a fence around their pool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, like you pick and choose. Yeah. Like statistically the pool is going to get the kid, not the fucking municipal water. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's all this weird stuff or like parents, you know, like doing all their kids' homework so they get A's, but then they're like completely unequipped in college, yeah. you know? So, or all of the organic, all of the organic uh, fibers in their baby's clothes, but then you're letting them crawl on the floor. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I think I find so many contradictions. Um, but in the way that it's just like everybody's just trying their best. Yeah. And I think there's a lot that's really uh, it's funny. It's okay about to that. be. Yeah. You can make fun of it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. fine. <laughs> totally fine. Totally. You're in a safe space. I just don't want to yeah, be yeah, that yeah. like single asshole who just makes fun of Are you of single as well? Uh, no. I mean, I have a girlfriend, but yeah. like unmarried. Sure. You know. Great. I, I got a girlfriend. 
I think it's uh, I think it's you funny. That, I, ladies, I think somebody takes somebody from the outside to shine a light on it a little bit. I think so know? too. Yeah, because you can see how ridiculous it is when it's not your situation. Yeah, and when you hang out around anywhere here, anywhere in these big cities, and you have friends that are parents, and you work with people who are parents, it's really all you hear about. Yeah, and because your kids become your life, and that's that's what you start talking about. Yeah. So. Uh, that and here in LA, working out, working out. Fitness. So we we want to talk to you. Uh, you were you, you were experiencing an interesting phenomenon to where you finally have arrived at some level of enjoyment around exercise. Yeah, it took a long, long time. Well, it took a long time. So let's 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 end with that then. So where did you start with it? Where did you grow up? Yeah, what's and then your... what's your earliest kind of connection to doing something physical? Yeah, so I I grew up in Minneapolis, a suburb of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so uh, really kind of an outdoorsy place, but um, I spent a lot of time playing video games, watching television, Uh you know, writing stories, just doing stupid shit inside. But earliest memories of of sports. School kid? I was, no, I wasn't, I was not a good kid. I was just, (laughs) my mind was off somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I got, you know, I was the kid who just snooped around the house all the time. God. Just was really curious. Why? Oh, I was going to say, we're, we're just there. like rifling through drawers and shit. Yes. I went through my parents' stuff constantly. Um, what was the best shit you found that you can share? Playboys. Oh, yeah. Playboys. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Hugh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just new news. New news. Hopefully not breaking for you here, but yeah, yeah. he did Well, it would be a couple of weeks. Yeah. Now, if, if you found out that Hugh Hefner died now. Yeah. It's you like, missed the memorial then, which was yeah. amazing. Did you see Pitbull? Is it real? Oh, man. No, no it's safe, yeah. though. That's, safe. That's, That's right. Safe. Yeah. That's safe. That's 100%. Pitbull, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, Mario yeah. Lopez's two words were amazing. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Mis- yeah, Mr. Worldwide. Mm-hmm. Pitbull was there. Lopez had some good Lopez stuff. Lopez had some good stuff. Kelly Ripa was just, Kelly Ripa. Very what she weird. said was unbelievable. Yeah. Very weird that Cosby still, still yeah, spoke. Yeah, that was. But they had that connection. Weird that they showed the um, whole House Bunny movie. Yeah. That <laughs> was a weird interlude in yeah. it, but I liked it. I hadn't I liked seen it, it before. Yeah, I, The movie's fun. The movie is fun. Um, but yeah, I, I would just so rifle through Snooping inside. around looking for porn. Yeah, just looking. I found a big box of toys once. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the package. Like around Christmas? No, it was oh. just uh, my mom had a big box of toys. So like when I had a birthday when it was around Hanukkah, the holidays, oh, anything like toys? that. Banked toys? Banked wow. toys. Yeah, and collected some of them. So I would find that. So that really, I wasn't really doing athletics. I was doing that. That's so funny. Um, I mean, to be fair to you, that would give you good incentive to keep looking. If there was yeah. a box of toys that you found at one point? Yeah. yeah. Now, did you bring up that you found the box? Yes, because... And what was the answer? What, what did she say? So there the were reason? two toys in there that I had been looking for forever. There was a Yoda action figure... <laughs> And there was a Poison Ivy action figure from Batman. The animated series? Yeah, that I had been looking for forever. And I was just like, I'm not going to keep this in anymore. Mom, I found these. They're here. Why can't I play with them? When do I get these? Yeah. And that kind of was a really good argument for her, I think. She was kind of like, yeah, they are here. Um, So (laughs) That was her argument? Uh, no, no, my argument was good, and his, that kind his of broke her down. Yeah, I, she was kind of like, "Yeah, they are here. Play with them." So then um, I kind of got the contents <laughs> to the box of toys. There was some negotiating where we kept some in the package 
to possibly keep as collector's items for later. Got it. Um, I still think we have some of those. Wow. Weird, your mom really trying to push you into being a nerdy collector? Yeah. (laughs) She was into it. That's so funny. Which, was it the Yoda from like the first couple or was it the Yoda from like the, like the weird Yoda that jumps around and fights and stuff? It was from the first couple. Yeah. This would have been early nineties. This probably would have been when they reissued them. Yeah. 94. I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Cause it's weird in the prequels. He's like, Rah! remember like he like flips around. Yeah, and yeah. Jump. I didn't they like that. CG'd him yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, it was like just a monkey a couple Dooku. years before, but so he was like eight or 400 or 800 years old. But grew incredibly senile in 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he fell off at the end. Like you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. So so you're inside, you're playing video games, yeah, not then, playing sports. Were you into sports at all? So I was, uh, I was into Michael Jordan, obviously. And then yeah. at the Jewish Community Center, when I was about five, they had a little basketball league, the JCC Basketball. So that was my first, um, probably, that was where I entered into playing sports myself and I hated it. I was terrible. (laughs) I was so bad. Um, my dad was really into being, yeah. Okay. My dad was really into being the coach though. And so he was coaching Uh, the team Okay, and he was like a great coach, really into it. But his son, um, at playing basketball. Yeah. He was probably all right. Um, yeah, he had a little back problem throughout you know, my childhood. So he wasn't playing a lot. Sure. But he kind of was into drawing plays for us five so and six year olds. Yeah. Yeah. He knew the work and he, he had a great mustache. Um, <laughs> so that was like <laughs> great for, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge for yeah. coaching. Yeah. But Phil Jackson style. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just was so bad though. And I didn't even know how to dribble very well. I was really, really short. And so I didn't score at all. And, I just remember my dad was really into the kids on the team who were really good. You know, he oh, was. Oh, it's man. brutal. Yeah, I mean, but he, he he's the best dad ever. He's like, not a he big, no, but you me, can but sense that as a kid, though. Where you're I just like, like yeah. oh man, it would be great if I were awesome at basketball. This would really, yeah, and especially with my dad coaching. Yeah, dad totally. coaching and him, you know, liking when kids do well. Yeah, yeah. and it's he encouraged me. And I just wasn't behavior good. for him. Yeah, yeah. He was encouraging, though, and, uh, you know, we had one year we had a kid who there was one kid in the league who was super good. He, he was so good at basketball and all the dads were like fighting over this guy and my team hadn't won any games. And so in the middle of the season, they brought Lauren over. That was his, that's his name, Lauren. Um, Hill? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a girl. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was that good at basketball. And she was that good. And wow. she loved playing with little Jewish five-year-olds. That was kind of, yeah, that was the miseducation. Yeah, yeah. That was That's her miseducation. Where, yeah, I get it. But uh, they brought Lauren over to our team halfway through the season, and we won a couple games. And so Damn, that was, he was that good. He was that good. And we, uh, at the end of the year, it culminated in playing at the Target Center where the Timberwolves played. Um, so that was a that was a really good sports memory for me, um, and then I played for a couple years. Was super bad. I don't think I scored any baskets during my time playing JCC basketball. Um, and then in sixth grade, I told my parents I wanted to play football. Uh huh. And so I played football, and I was also really small and really terrible, and so they never played me. Um, Oof. Yeah, and. Um, I had some really weird coaches on that 
uh, football football team. Uh huh. Yeah, the coaches. Um, they one is uh, went to jail, and the other one we found <laughs> out like later Casey had Face. previously been in jail. Jesus. Jeez. So those guys were cool. Um, were they were they like good coaches or what was the? They were parents. Uh, oh, just parents. We just I just found out later. Yeah, you know they're just law breaking parents. Yeah, yeah. But what did what did the guy? Do you know what their crimes were? Um, there was a rumor that uh, one of the guys previously had had a run in at another school with like a shower situation where he shouldn't oh. have been alone with the kids. Oh, oh good. That so pedophile stuff. That's great. yeah. And it was just a rumor, and I don't think that it was full on molestation type of thing but i didn't think i was going to talk about this This yeah yeah yeah. well (laughs) it's funny because we had like a few episodes back we had casey fay who had some also in minneapolis minnesota yeah yeah, minnesota who had some inappropriate coaches that were you know comparable stuff yeah but it's just 90s not a lot of vetting i think yeah no well it's just weird that like even if this guy didn't get convicted or wasn't full-on molestation it's just any yeah. kind of like weird shower kid stuff is like back in yeah back yeah. working with kids yeah it's yeah scary hor- horrifying these coaches were weird but uh, <laughs> I was really bad <laughs> regardless of what the coaches did to other kids they didn't pay attention to yeah, me they I was did not bad. pay attention to <laughs> yeah, me. yeah yeah and could you take a break from that molesting and teach me what a three point stance is <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the couple plays that I did play during football one was super exciting uh, where we had our end of the year game at the Metrodome which is where the Vikings play Jesus. man you guys and got to play at like yeah it was cool. basketball where the Timberwolves play football where the Vikings play Min- right. there's not a lot going on in Minnesota yeah. so they can really do that <laughs> Um, but they they felt this was like almost a Lucas situation where they all felt really bad for me at the end of the year because I You're got in I got in two plays throughout the whole year oh and they God. felt really bad for me so they drew up a two point conversion play for me and I got the ball and I ran the two point conversion oh, in yeah and I got tackled and my pants came like almost all the way down. <laughs> But I was so excited. Oh, everybody took it to the house. You got in. I did. Everybody Shit. patted me on the back. Oh, I think there was like a big God. guy behind me because it's funny. But this was also a situation on this team where there was one huge kid in the league, and everybody wanted him. We were sixth graders, and this guy Chris Jeffries was probably six one two fifty. In in sixth grade, oh shit! He was a huge, huge kid, and they would give him the ball. Like he would was a running back. Yeah, they would let him run because nobody could tackle him. Yeah, so he was on our team, um, and I'm I'm pretty sure for the two point conversion, I'm sure Chris was like behind me, just looking at other people, like don't touch this kid, <laughs> do not touch the kid. Um, so I got in, I got like a bunch of pats on the back and I got like a little, and yeah, I uh, got pantsed. Yeah. Pantsed. Yeah. And I got like this little super soaker at the end of the season when they gave out like the awards for like, you know, best spirit, Jason. When the pants went down, did, did you hear a slide whistle sound? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, Oh no, <laughs> that'd be tough. I, <laughs> I would say you scored. Yeah. So who gives a shit about the pants? Exactly. Yeah, you got the ball in. I mean, it'd be tough if you didn't. And I don't sell yourself short. I think you got it. I think you got it in there. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Chris. 
Yeah, there's only doing so that? much. You I don't can, know. I wonder. From from a football standpoint, there's only so much you can do. It's like you have to, you know, like you can see if they like empty the court and like somebody's allowed to shoot a basket or something. Yeah. But you know, football, man, people are hitting it out. I mean, yeah. there's only so much you can do. I still had to use the sticks, and I got them in. Got them in. Yeah. Good. So that was that's kind of the early sports memories. Um, so I was always bad, never liked playing. And then at summer camp, I got really into ultimate Frisbee okay. and that yeah. I was actually not terrible at. I wasn't good at it, but I wasn't terrible. And I ended up playing that in high school. Okay. And that's fun. They let me play a little more than the previous sports. Wait, who's that? Like that was a sport at school. Yeah, it was really, uh, so I went to a summer camp in Wisconsin and for some reason, ultimate Frisbee in the Midwest just was super huge at Jewish summer camps. Got it. And then we all brought it to our high schools and it became a big kind of, um, league sport in the high school. Oh, cool. Also, you know who like not necessarily invented it, but like, like, yeah, Joel Silver. Yeah. <laughs> Famous movie producer, Joel oh Silver, like got like, like, like made the rules, like uniform, like got it, like kind of standardized and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And call maybe at Berkeley or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wrote a pilot once about ultimate Frisbee and I put Joel Silver in there. <laughs> no one will ever see it or read Did it. Did you get it to him? No. I one bet day. he'd be open for it. Yeah. yeah. Seems like a lunatic. One day. He'll, he'll be open for it. He seems like a lunatic. <laughs> I mean, um, have you heard stories about him? Nope. Yeah. My old boss used to work for him. Um, I only heard good stuff. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like crazy, but like fun. Yeah. You know? He's yeah. crazy fun. Crazy fun. Uh, Joel Silver, if you're out there, get at me at JD Shapiro, please. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Rick Moranis do the impression of him on SCTV? No. He has a character he does. It's not Joel Silver, but it's supposed to be based on him, and it's fucking amazing. Like a young Joel Silver. Oh, really? I can't remember what the if you if you put in like Rick Moranis, Joel Silver, SCTV, it comes up. It's it's ah, great. That's funny. And it's weird to see Rick Moranis do like a real high energy character. I feel like he does mostly chill stuff. Yeah. But uh, worth the check out. Well, anyway, I mean his kids are tiny. Yeah. He still hasn't figured it out. Yeah. Right. And also, I I recently was putting stuff in my, uh, on my list on Netflix and I thought it was honey. I shrunk the kids. So I was like, I'm really excited to watch this maybe this weekend. But then I looked closer and it was, um, honey, we shrunk ourselves. And I'm like, I don't want to watch that one. (laughs) Yeah. Remember the fun kid component in that? We took, we took that out. Now you've got two like 47 year old actors. (laughs) Now you have two 47 year olds riding on bees. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, how fucking small are they that they're riding on a goddamn bee, man? I mean, they're tiny. They're it's, dead. They're dying. Every, what should have happened was everybody died. Yeah, they. Yeah, everyone. If are they just shrunk, straight up gone? Because an ant will destroy you. Yeah, they're honey, so the kid, the kids are gone. <laughs> honey, the kids are gone. Yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids. And I'm sorry, but they're gone. <laughs> Should be the name of that movie. <laughs> Honey, I am a bad dad yeah. because I shrunk our kids because I used them as part of my fucking work and now they're dead. Yeah, well, that wasn't, he wasn't trying to. They hit a baseball up into the Listen, attic. 
They should not have gone in that attic. You yeah. never go in the attic. Never go in the attic. That'd be a lot unless of, you were Jason when he was a child, and yeah. there'll be a box of toys for you. Yeah, maybe some Playboys, maybe some toys, a lot of good stuff. Maybe some toys, maybe some Playboys, Playboys, toys. You know, good stuff. Hey, look at this guy, little Yoda action figure. Hey, mom, <laughs> this is here now. Okay, she's like, you got a good point. I want if I had a tiny suit. <laughs> I wore the tiniest suit. Tiny little suit. Hey, ma, come on, look at this stuff's hey, here ma. now. Let me fucking play with it's it now. Right here. How much chest hair am I supposed to show? <laughs> um, okay, uh, so then now you're in high school playing Ultimate Frisbs. Yeah. Went to the high school uh, uh, state championship. Yeah, they let me play a couple couple minutes in that game. Yeah. That was fun. I can kind of flick the Frisbee in an all right way, and um, I could catch it sometimes too. Wow. So, did you play where the Jaybirds played? The Minnesota? <laughs> no. Yeah, what's left for you? <laughs> we, we played, it was uh, called St. St. John's College. Huh. So, yeah, oh, yeah. That's good. brought up by Casey Faye. Yeah. He went there for one year. He went oh, there nice. to play basketball, right? He played football there for football. one year. Oh, kicker. Yeah. yeah. He was a kicker there for a year. Oh, awesome. They yeah, yeah. Him. That's where we played. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then a bunch of my friends went on to play in college, and I did not. Um, but that was a big, you know, I, I can still kind of throw a Frisbee. And that was, I would say, actually, that was the first time training during Ultimate Frisbee, just because it's so much running. That was my junior and senior year of high schools, uh, of high school, and that was probably the first time that I ever felt like I was in shape. In shape, and you so you're doing distance running to kind of train for that. So they'd have you guys run like a mile or something for yep. practice, and a lot of sprints, like oh, a sprints. lot of the suicides okay. also. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah. So we would do that a lot, and I kind of had saw my body change a little bit for the uh-huh. first time since. Since puberty. Right. Got it. <laughs> well, let's talk about puberty a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I felt great about myself. It's yeah. weird. We're talking about, in Jason's episode, we talked about um, the pedophiles, <laughs> pedophile coaches and puberty. Weird. I, I was going to say molestation, but I didn't want to say it again. Yeah. Like, I'm like tired of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Uh, so, so then in college, where'd you go? I went to University of Wisconsin in Madison. Okay. Um, so the Badgers. Yeah, didn't really work out at all in college. Did so that didn't carry over that kind of stuff you were doing in in high school for frisbee didn't carry over. The Not really. Stuff didn't in, hold up. No, it, I just discovered. You know, in college, I discovered drinking. Yeah. And, uh, having fun. Sure. It's cold there. Yeah. New people. Yeah. And uh, I also like was. I think what carried over from. Uh, getting kind of fit my senior year is that I always kind of like felt super fit throughout college um, until I think I hit like a point three years later where I saw a picture of myself and I was like, dude, you look really fat. And that's when I started working out on my own for the first time. Okay. So that's that weird, like I'm a, I'm kind of a jock, you know, and then you didn't realize that you're, you know, you had to keep it up. You had to keep it up. And then like, the world passes you by when you're in college and having fun. Yes. It totally does. It really, <laughs> really does. fucked up thing. My freshman year of college welcome week was uh, 2005. And so for a full week, I was drunk the whole time just having fun. And Hurricane Katrina was going on. Right. So I had no idea for like months that anything had happened because this was my welcome week in college. And when I found out, like I got a recap online and I was just like devastated. Yeah. Cause you had all those generators you wanted to go sell for a markup. <laughs> You're like, I'm sitting on 30 generators. I wanted to gouge these people and I fucking yeah. missed that opportunity. We got all these two lane kids though, a couple weeks later and we were all just like, what are you guys doing here? Right. Yeah. Oh my that God. Sucks. So, yeah. It was it really was, 
I mean, Katrina was, I have a good friend of mine from new Orleans and like, uh, he was just like, man, it is like my, my, the neighborhood where I grew up is like gone, gone. fucking gone. Yeah. It's devastating and did not know about it. So yeah, it passes you by sometimes. Yeah. 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 So then all those years passed you by, you looked at a picture. Yeah. And this is now out three years away from college. Um, no, this oh. was uh, junior year oh, of college. college. Yeah. Oh, I had oh. just gone to Israel on uh, a trip, like a, a college trip, uh-huh. had a blast, like, um, and that was like when, you know, I didn't like take a lot of pictures in, in college, um, but we would go on all these hikes and um, in Israel, like I got all the pictures back after and like I was standing next to like really like tall, good looking Israeli soldiers. And I was like, wow, I really need to work <laughs> out. Um, and yeah, senior year of college was when I started kind of running on my own for the first time. Okay. Oh, so that was your introduction to getting back into fitness was kind of retracking what you did in high school. Yep. Yeah, you uh-huh. hit like a low, like a you bottomed out mm-hmm. and then uh, took seeing that kind of picture and then you went back to what worked before. Yeah. So cool. I was running on my own a lot. Didn't like it at all. It would involve a lot of like making playlists that were perfect where I knew I could like listen to two minutes. It was all about in my own head getting um, distracting myself while I was running. Yeah, so, right. I've been there. Yeah. And it's like, I'll listen to two minutes of this song. I can get through that. And then I can get this song, this song, this song. That's 10 minutes right there. And it was kind of like the, all this weird mental prep. I've totally hey. been there. I, I would do stuff and then I would forget like my music and I'd be like, well, guess who's not running? There's not a chance. Or yeah. I would try and not have a watch and like I'd run and then I'd get back to my car and it would be like 11 minutes. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's well, so been going hard. for seven minutes. Yeah, I thought that was an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Running can suck sometimes. Yeah, I really didn't like it, and I would, I would hurt my knee, and then just like not stretch that well, and so it was just a lot of like aches and pains that while I was still in college, like I was not equipped to deal with, or at Got least it. just didn't take the initiative to try to figure out how to make things better. I'll say too that this, and I don't know if this is your experience because we can find out, but do it, going through stuff like that, you can create a negative neuro association with exercise. Yes. So then your idea of exercise means that like, this is this fucking bullshit that I fucking hate. Right. That I'm literally just doing so I can look better and not, you know, hate the way my body looks, but I hate it. And you don't realize that there can be exercise that's that can make you feel good or it can be enjoyable or yeah. it can, you know. Yeah. And like competitive for yourself in a way that you are going to want to do it again. You're going to want to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Because at that time, too, I really had this whole negative association with exercise where it wasn't about feeling good at all or like being happy with how I look for myself. It was like, oh, you know, I'm in college. Like I, you know, I want to meet all these new girls. And yes. like I want them to think that I look great. Yeah. And so running so was all about like trying to get noticed by women. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you look at it from another angle, it's like, I'm doing this thing I hate because I hate the way I look. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking negative shit to be putting yourself through. And when you're listening to Metallica the whole time too, it's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And nothing else matters. Is that what you're listening to? A lot of that. A lot of that. Some Linkin Park and then fish thrown in there. Really? Yeah. Did you listen to Fish? Oh yeah, I'm a big Fish fan. So it was a oh, lot of wow. running to Fish. Oh wow! So he's that might come up later. <laughs> It'll no, definitely come up later. No guarantees, but that <laughs> might come up later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. 
Hey everybody, it's Eugene, just Eugene of the Dumbbells here. But listen, I want to talk to you guys about vitamins and supplements. You guys know that it's the best and basic way to make sure that you're meeting your nutritional needs for your body. So guess what? Go to TakeCareOf.com and you'll find out that Care Of is a new kind of vitamin company. It's so hard to figure out which you know supplements and vitamins to take, especially if you just go to a drugstore um, and you look around or just ask the person working at the drugstore. They can't really help you. You go to TakeCareOf.com and you go to their website and you'll get a quick questionnaire and they'll ask you about your diet and health goals and all of a sudden you'll be recommended the best supplements for you. It'll only take us a couple minutes and you'll start um, receiving monthly shipments of vitamins. Now, how does it work? Well, listen, you get that monthly shipment, but you get daily packs, personalized daily packs, so you know exactly how much to take, so it's that convenient. I know sometimes that I end up taking too many supplements or not enough supplements. As soon as I started doing care of, I'm taking the right amount of supplements every single day, and they use the best ingredients, y'all, so you don't have to worry about that, and if you're worried about saving money, guess what? You are saving money. It's cheaper than most local health food stores. So go to TakeCareOf.com right now and get your personalized recommendation. Use the offer code DUMBBELLS and you'll get 50% off your first month's order. That's right. Offer code DUMBBELLS, 50% off your first month's order. That's TakeCareOf.com. Cool. So that gets you. So what? So where did that get you? Did you lose some body fat? You yeah, got more trim. Then yeah, it was like um, that took me through. I I got really actually the this was one of the best things that ever happened. Um, after I graduated, um, after I graduated college, I went back for to my summer camp, and um, one of my good friends this su- that summer, um, she had been a distance runner all throughout college. And, you know, I really was, like, trying to impress her all summer. And so I would just say, like, this oh, I This is Lauren run. Hill again, right? It was Lauren Hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's up, Lo? And so I just wanted to impress her all summer. And so I would tell her that I was really good at distance running. And she was like, okay, so, like, run with me during, oh, shit. Um, you know, your, during, you know, your time off at camp during the day. And so, um, and she's, like, 5'11", like, total runner so good at the collegiate level. And so I would uh, just try to keep up with her the whole time because I told her, you know, I'm really good at running. You had misrepresented yourself. A (laughs) hundred percent. And then I did not want to look weak. So I just ran next to her and it was the most intense workouts I've ever had in my entire life. And we did this almost every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I got really fit that summer. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And you were pretending like you were younger so you could be a camper there still? Or yeah. <laughs> is that what was going on? I or was, were you a counselor? I was the one of the program directors. So oh, okay. I was in charge of a bunch of counselors. Did you have a wig on and <laughs> red glasses and that you, I still have to yeah. this day? And you were pl- pretending to be one of the girls that was at camp with her? Yeah. Oh, the lice, lice scare was so crazy. <laughs> The lice scare? Yeah, when yeah. you were picking through my wig. Oh, we got, yeah. yeah. We actually oh, did yeah, have one. This that is just year. my own hair. Oh, this is just me. Uh, girl talk. <laughs> <laughs> girl stuff. It's me outside. Um, um. We should do a movie about that. There's, there hasn't yeah. ever been a movie where, uh, guy, where a guy has to like hide his face in face cream or something. Yeah. So you can't really tell. Good stuff. Or, and they, they fall in love. Wait, I have a scene, quick scene that we could. Can I just pitch the scene? Yeah, right. pitch this, the scene. This, we this don't want to give away the whole movie, but pitch the scene. This person is on a bus uh-huh. and 
he who he's pretending to be a she pulls down part of her pantyhose and the legs really hairy. And then there's this like maybe maybe there's a bus driver who sees it. And he's like, I like a, a woman with a little hair. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It's okay. always good when the, uh, you could see that the uh, protagonist is obviously male, but yeah. then there's somebody that's really attracted to yes. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> good only, jokes that yeah. are never used. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good. <laughs> like in Jack and Jill were like, Pacino's like, oh, hey, I like the sister. <laughs> it's just like, all right. Yeah. Or like the birdcage. Anyway, every single one that they've ever done has that. Boom. Boom. Got it. Boom. Okay. So you're, so you're well, we have it locked up in the episode, so we can write it out. Yes, yeah, we got it's it. Ours. We own that. It's ours. Yeah, yeah, copyright, trademark, trademark, copyright. Um, so yeah, I got really, I would say, pretty fit after I I graduated college, and then I moved to Los Angeles, and I that was kind of the beginning and the end for a while for my fitness. <laughs> Started driving everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I took a UCB class. Eugene was my improv one-on-one teacher. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, so what was your first impression of Huge? I thought he was just like the nicest guy in the world, which is still true to this day. Hey, that's, that's good. good. But rarely is that the start. Yeah. That's usually people are like, I swore that Eugene hated my guts. Yeah. <laughs> and but with one on one, I try to come in pretty soft. Yeah, but I, then, I love when people say that, and Eugene won't ever say if he does or doesn't. He's yeah. like, "Oh, that's interesting." I was too distracted. <laughs> Our this one on one class, uh, the first day, um, someone in class bragged about hooking up with a celebrity, and then never showed up to class again. Oh, oh my! God. It was so. Do great. you know who the celeb was? Yeah. Can you say it was BJ Novak? Wow. Oh, right. Yeah. And then she never showed up again. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say? They like, they fucked or something? Yeah. It was like, go around and share something about yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it fucked. was at the very beginning where it was just like a stretch and share immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I fucked Novak post Parks and Rec. Yeah. 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 And then um, <laughs> and everyone then- kind of gave her shit the whole time. I was like, why did you say that? We were just, I said... Well, my favorite color was. Yeah. And then she never showed up. It was supposed to be like so that you'd remember something about people. Yeah. I guess we remember her. accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. So, God um, damn, that's hilarious. Yeah. It was a good one on one memory. 101 is so zoo. Like, I love it. It's the weirdest. <laughs> this, it, I, I try still... to come in as soft as possible because people come in hot. Yes. <laughs> like, students come in hot. There was a, also a student in this class who I loved. Um, but uh, 16 years old, and my favorite thing in the world that he would do is he would walk into a scene and just be like, okay, you're a ghost. <laughs> he would just paint you right away, and then you were a ghost the whole time. <laughs> Here's the weird thing about that kid. He was a ghost. <laughs> he didn't exist. He didn't exist. Oh, that's funny. But it's yeah, a, that working hard time, like right when you move somewhere yeah. new, I was like just doing no, no exercise, yeah, not taking care of myself. Yeah, freshman 15 almost. Yeah. yeah. You're just thing. flailing. You're just yeah. trying to like, I don't even know where, <laughs> I'm trying to like, I have no schedule. I don't know what's going on. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then I lived down the street from In-N-Out. And oh, so man. that was hard too. Good night, Irene. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Uh, so then, uh, so then that was a while ago and then there were, uh, so then how long of that period in LA, uh, was no working out, not focused on nutrition or anything until you started to kind of, yeah. So I would, that was about eight years ago. And so I would say for a good five years, it was like, I had in my brain, like, you know, working out's good for you. This has been a part of your schedule for a while. 
but I also knew I couldn't afford a gym. And so it was, I would get myself to run maybe once or twice a week. Okay. And then I would feel good, but then I just wouldn't keep it up. It was like, that was when I thought running for 10 minutes or a mile, like once a week, I was like, okay, I did it. I did my fitness. I'm feeling good about myself. Um, and a lot of that was just, um, being super busy. Like a lot of the jobs that I had, I would wake up at six and not get home till eight o'clock at night. You're putting hours in. Yeah. 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 And so there just wasn't time. And I think one of the big breakthroughs was, uh, probably three years ago, um, I had a job where there was a gym attached to the office and I realized that I could go for like 30 bucks a month and I would just, and there was a shower there, which was huge. So I could just go to work an hour and a half early and then get my work in or workout in and then start the day. Yeah. And so that was the first time I really got a routine going. And, um, it then took another, that was also a short job. And so I was out of that gym and got into another gym. What was hard with the schedule is like, I would have these short-term jobs and then wouldn't really get into a workout schedule because it would always be changing. And right. then about two years ago, um, I you know, was like going through a really rough patch and I decided to just dive into the gym and dive into working out. And that was when I developed the routine where like now I just, I, I give myself like one day off now, but I, I need to be exercising every day now. Yeah. And that was the routine that started two years ago. And because it was helping me and I was like seeing results kind of mentally, it was, that was when I was like, I, I can't, you know, get off of this routine again. And what, and that was two years ago. And yeah. what, uh, what did you use as like your baseline or, uh, the workout for that? Um, so routine? I was at a gym, um, that I would, I would, do an elliptical, I would do the elliptical kind of like, uh, one of those high impact, I don't know what they're called, but they're the ones that are like, you're, it's like you're climbing up a hill and a mountain oh, yeah. sometimes like the full body elliptical type of thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It um, has a little bit more resistance to it and stuff. Yeah. So I would do that, uh, for between 30 and 50 minutes. And then, um, I would do, uh, I would do like kind of upper body, lower body trade-off days doing uh-huh. that. And just kind of not really, I would do, and I don't know any of the real like fitness terms because I never took any classes. I just would like stare at people at the gym for a while and like see what they were doing sure. and then cool. use it. Were you behind plants or? <laughs> I was wearing glasses. A yeah. yeah. Was, did you have a, did you have a big trench coat on in a newspaper? <laughs> and they would put up posters like, have you seen this man? <laughs> Right. Um, but, but so the disguise threw people off the scent. Yeah. So I would change every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I would do, I would do kind of the low impact weights where uh-huh. I would go for a few more, a few more reps. reps, I think. Yeah. So I, and so I wasn't really trying to build muscle. It was more just kind of that, that kind of workout. Yeah. yeah. And how long did you do that for like that? I'm Are still, you, still I'm still on now? that. Yeah. Now I kind of, just in the last month, I kind of devised a new uh, workout plan because I was getting a little sick of like going to the gym. Sure. Um, so now what I try to do is I try to go into the gym um, three days a week and do about a half hour on the elliptical and um, and then about an hour on different weights. I do that th- 
three days a week. And then the other three days I just go for, I try to do like a really fast half hour run. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Do some burpees before that and then take one day off, usually Sunday off. And are you, um, for the workouts or the new things, are you like looking online and Googling like form and stuff like that? Yeah. So I like read some article. I was like trying to strengthen my core and I read some article that doing burpees were super great. And yeah. so, um, is that I, the title of the article? Yeah. Burpees are super great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's it was a 12 like, year old boy. that did it. <laughs> it was one of those clickbait articles. It was like, do this every day and your body will be jacked. Yeah. Um, and I, it did not live up to that, but, uh, about a year ago I started doing what I'll do is like, um, I watched a video a couple times to like get the form Yeah. and then I'll try to do like the 10, nine, eight, seven, six down to one. Great. Yeah. <clears throat> Something I'll, and this is, this is a little bro sciencey, uh, with maybe some inf- like actual truths in there or like verified facts. But, um, I think we're designed based on our environment to have to move around a lot to get food. Right. So then the food environment changes. Uh, we have like all this modern technology. We have food at our fingertips, right? You don't have to move around for food anymore and eat. We're designed that way. So we still haven't evolved for our food environment changing. So then all of a sudden you lose that physical activity. And because we were designed to have to move around for food, your body has like all these built in like natural rewards. So chemically stuff happens. Like you get a serotonin response when you exercise a lot, right? And that serotonin boosts your mood and makes you feel good. And I think that was there before because otherwise it would just be like this bleak existence where we literally just wandered looking for food and that was it. But our bodies would say like, Hey, this wandering, we're going to give you this little reward and make it feel good, you know, to wander yeah. so that you'll keep doing it so that you'll fucking survive. And then all of a sudden this food environment changes. You don't even realize. And then, so people then are just like sitting around, they're eating whenever they want. And then all of a sudden they just feel, they don't just, they don't feel as good. Maybe they don't even realize it. And it's because like from a chemistry standpoint, they've lost all those like reward impulses for movement, right? They're gone. They're completely out of the equation. And it's not enough to say like, oh, this is profound depression. For some people it is. Yeah. But for most people, it's not profound depression they're experiencing. So people just don't feel as good. And then it just, it takes like where, like you, where you've, you made it habitual, it becomes routine. And then you say like, oh shit, it may not feel good in the moment, but I know if I have to take more than that one day off, it's like I just start to feel like I'm missing something, like it's not right. Yeah. But yeah. it takes having that be so consistent for you to realize how important it is for kind of your mental health. And I think just to like, opposite, like operate at your optimum level of like happiness or being content, it has to involve some kind of form of regular physical activity. Absolutely. And it might not be six days a week. No, no. That, 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 I would say that that's... That's on the high end of what yeah. you're doing, but something I think you'll get, you know, your body has these natural like chemical rewards it gives you and you're doing a disservice if you're, if you're missing that. And the only way you know about that stuff is if you actually experiment with it yeah. and actually experience it. And it's yeah. not necessarily saying like, you know, six days a week is better or worse than three days a week. I think that's, you know, three days a week for most people for maintenance purposes and to feel that response and to like get some mental clarity and some like uh, therapy in the way of, you know, getting your, your, your blood flowing is fantastic. But 
if possible, I would also say like find a reason to move every day. Find a reason to yeah. move and, every and day. And that doesn't necessarily mean like working out, but I'm saying like go to the gro you know, like walk to the grocery store or, you know, um some kind of physical yeah, activity. Make the active choice. Yeah, even if that's cleaning your house on Sunday, you know, like on the day that um it just gives you movement uh to do. Yeah, go to a fish show. Dance go to, around. Yeah. yeah. Dude, fish shows, you say yes and to the fucking yeah. room, man, and it's you fun. are sweating. You will sweat. Um, yeah. I did want to say really quick, like, with the six days a week thing, like, if you are listening, though, Google me. Like, I don't look like someone who <laughs> works, works out, out six, six days, days a week. week. It's more like, for me, it's when I, I work out six days a week because after I do it, like, I just feel much better about myself. It's not even... Because it's probably not all effective workouts anyway. It's well, let's just, let's um, let's break those down a little bit. Yeah. Let's uh, let's make, let's make them effective. I I love so of those six days, two of those days, are two or three of those days are the running days. Yeah, three days are running, um, just around my neighborhood, and, and that's running in burpees. Yep. Uh, yeah. Wake up, do some burpees, take a run, make the run a half hour. Try to just. Run as fast as you can. I love at those days. Times. Sprints, yeah. sprint yeah. days, or really pushing yourself for a shorter amount of time is yeah. is probably what's helping you um, within those other three days of at the gym. So then, what are those gym days looking like? Um, so I will get on. It's so routine, like because good again. While I enjoy it now, I still have to trick myself into doing smaller things. So of course. I'll get my blood flowing like on an elliptical for a good fifteen minutes. And then um, I'll usually, I'll do a bunch of ab workouts. And so um, I just go upstairs where all the machines are at the gym. And um, I, I go on one of those, uh, oh, wow, I won't even know what this is called. Um, it's not like something you do sit-ups on. It's like something that you would be on your side and yep. then you'd like hold a, what are those things sure. called? Like so, a Roman chair? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. basically like you can either put your thighs on it and then your, your, the heels are supported. So then you can bring, you do like back lifts. Exactly. I'll do back lifts. I'll do side lifts. I'll grab like a 25 pound weight to like dangle just so I can do the side lifts, go up, you know, 12 times on each side, like each side, 12, the back 12, um, do, you know, three sets of those and, uh, try to get that over with as, as quickly as I can, just because I don't enjoy those, those ones uh-huh. I don't like. Sure. Um, and, uh, then, you know, I'll, I, I try to just like stretch throughout so, that. Hey, so then is that how many sets of each one are you doing? Um, I'm doing 12 reps, three sets. Three times each. through. So you'll yeah. do one side, uh, then your back. And then the other side. Yep. And then you'll do that three times. Yep. Okay. I'll do that. Um, and then uh, usually two out of the three days I'll do upper body and then one of the days I'll do legs. Uh-huh. Um, and then I just kind of work around the machines um, and it, I'm usually doing uh, three sets of like 12 to 15 reps. Okay. Is it all, is it all like those Cybex or hammer strength machines? Are you doing any free weights at all? No, I'm not really doing any free weights. Um, I just kind of have my machines that I've picked and I, it's usually, um, what I will do. And like, again, this is like me, like watching people at the gym, but like I'll watch, uh, personal training sessions. Um, I'll just kind of like hang back and like do be on a machine. But then out of the corner of my eye, I'm like watching the personal trainer with someone and then 
that's my free lesson. And so I'll, I'll try to, um, emulate that movement. Yeah. Um, have you looked at the people that those trainers are trying to train? Yeah. And what are, are they? They're pretty girls. <laughs> They're pretty hey, girls. Nice. No. That's nice. So um, no, yeah, it's, I, I, it really is more just about like, if I see the trainer talking about like an area, like, um, you know, like my core that I'm trying to strengthen, if I hear any of that, that's when I'll kind of be like, oh, I want to, I want to focus on that, Got that area. Yeah. Uh, so, um, the reason that Stanger probably asked about the, those, um, machines versus not using machines is we are, both of us are a little bit more focused on the free weight side because, um, if you're working on your core, um, free weights is going to keep your body all working during each of your exercise. We're on that machine, uh, you even though your form could be right on the on the press, you can be dangling your legs. There yeah. doesn't have to necessarily be much uh, engagement anywhere else in your body. Yeah, they're, you're passively stabilized. Yes, because you have like a you're you're strapping yourself onto a bench or a machine or something that that you don't have to like actively engage your core. So if you're new to a movement, those are fantastic to start off on, so that you can be protected. You're not going to drop weights. But once you're used to that movement of any of those presses or whatever. Moving to free weights, it'll be you go lighter on the weight, but you get used to that movement and you know how to stabilize your own body. I didn't even think of that. That's, you, I mean, that's really yeah. So you've helpful. mentioned core a lot. Yeah. So if you if if core is like a like a like a hot ticket item for you, you know, doing more what are called functional exercises. Right. So you're not using the machines. There's no set movement pattern. Um, you're gonna you're gonna involve more of your core. And we call a lot of those, a lot of those exercises we call like hormonally intelligent. Yeah. So if you're not looking to spend all day in the gym and you want results, you know, using free weights, they're more hormonally intelligent exercises. They're, you're going to burn more calories and you're going to build, build more wow. muscle in less time. Yeah. That so helps. They're, yeah. they're so more challenging. They are more challenging, but like the three sets of 12 is 12 to 15 is still perfect for your switch over. Yeah. Do you, you could, guys like fuck with kettlebells? Yeah, Those? I fuck with kettlebells all day. Yeah, for okay. sure. So that kettlebells also very hormonally intelligent. Yes. Yeah. So now you like the machines. They work well for you. They get you in the gym. Yeah, it's kind of just the ease of it. Yes. Yeah. So you absolutely can make them a welcome part of your workout. And you yeah. can even have that day. Any day you go work out can just be a machine day that's totally fine. But what we would probably, I'm speaking for both of us, would implore you to do is like, hey, maybe have a day where you're doing some barbell and kettlebell work also. And I bet you'll eventually start to like that. And then I I think if you feel like you've plateaued a little bit, especially for you, like you're willing to go six days a week, man, try some of this. And it's just like, you'll you'll be working that much smarter. Yeah. And the the ease of it will actually um, be... Uh, you'll be able to trick yourself instead of ease. It'll be more about the curiosity of doing it a different way. Yeah. So for instance, you're sitting on the hammer strength machine or Cybex machine doing the presses, um, like the bench incline bench, you know, and instead of that, just getting on an incline bench and using two dumbbells, um, where like, for instance, what you would use, uh, do you know what, like, do you do the incline bench at all? Yeah. Or what do yeah, you yeah. do? Yeah. 
So on the incline bench, what do you put on each? What do you plate up on each side, or like what do you for set the, the for legs? Uh, for the arms. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. For the. Press. Um, I mean, I'm usually on there working around like pretty low, like eighty to ninety pounds. Yeah, and, and that's if you put it in the yeah thing. Okay, it's plate loaded. Plate loaded. So if you grabbed, I don't know, twenties, twenties. 25 yeah 20 pound start with 20 yeah starting with 20 pound dumbbells and you did the same movement you got on an incline bench and you just went straight up you let the ends touch and you brought them back you know um and you did it for the same thing tried to do it in the same motion you did in the other one uh you'll feel the difference of having to stay solid on your heels yeah stay stay on the bench abs will have to tense you know so you don't spill off the bench yep and, uh, and you're working individual arm strength. So what you could kind of do, what might be fun for you, is to go pick your favorite um, upper body and lower body movements that you do on the machines and see if you can find the functional equivalent and, yes. then, and then try those. You know what I love is like the... Uh, like a woodchuck motion. Is that yes. what it's called? Uh-huh. I love those. And so that would... You could probably do that with like any free weight. Right? You're talking. You're talking about like, like a the twist? like cutting, yeah. like cutting, uh, cutting down a tree. Wood yeah. chops, yeah. Wood yeah. chops, yeah. Um, you could. You, that I might mean, be that, that. Might be the one that you <laughs> stay stay on the machine. Doing. Yeah. So are you doing that with um, like uh, the cable crossovers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's good. I mean, you like that because it's your core, right? You yeah. feel a lot of core. Yeah. And it's just like a fun. I like that movement. It is. Yeah. It feels really athletic. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's. So I would say kettlebells then too. Like you know. Also, what you can do for that is that same motion you would do uh, is ball slams. Okay. As you get a oh, ball yeah, there that's you go. about like a 10 pound ball, they'll have them at your gym. Yeah, I see those. Um, and you lift it up over your head and you slam it to the side. Ah. So you lift it over your head, slam it to the side, squat over to that side, lift it up over your head, uh, slam it to the, your other side, and you go back and forth. First of all, you'll get a cardio burn from the up and down and the lifting, but you'll also get it. And you get, it scratches that kind of itch of like that explosive, explosive movement. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like doing some kettlebell swings. Like that's another one where you feel like you're really doing something. Yeah. For those, Uh, I would say focusing on like watching a YouTube video or like going to some, going to the gym with somebody that. Yeah. My roommate's got those bells. Yeah. My roommate's got the bells. So Max will hook me up. Yeah. Tell him, just say, Hey, look, I want to learn a swing. Just watch my, just the standard swing, standard yeah. swing. And I want to learn like a goblet squat. Yeah. And, uh, and with like literally like with those two, two things, mo- two movements more than enough. Yeah. Wow. And you'll, and like, it'll be really exciting for you because you're going to like break a sweat and you're going to get sore in yeah. a way that you're probably having in a while. That's what I, I mean. Yeah. Anytime I start like new weights, it is exciting to be sore. Yeah. That next yeah. day, especially Here's, in weird places where you haven't felt it. Totally. Here's another cool thing too, that I think this will open up for you. So if you're kind of beholden to having a really nice facility with a lot of variety in uh, equipment, you're stuck because if you travel anywhere, it's like I'm using this hotel gym and it's like, they've got one shitty machine. Like I'm done. Yeah. You know, if you have, if you're like, Ooh, dumbbells, kettlebell or one barbell, or even nothing, just body weight stuff. I've got a whole repertoire of stuff that I can do. You can go to a hotel. You can go and you visit your folks or whatever. Like you're fine. You don't have to have your awesome gym facility. Yeah. And that's where it'll really help you too. So that way you can kind of keep those workouts going on the road 
or, uh, you know. Yeah. Because that's or, what I will run into when I go visit my parents. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you I don't just feel bad. What's crazy is I've, I've started bringing it, uh, like, basically, you can pay full price and get a real TRX thing. But if you don't, you can just go on Amazon and they basically, I mean, it's basically Ooh, just. With a knockoff or do you make one? Yeah. You can either make them or do a knockoff. And the knockoffs are literally like just two straps. You know they're going to hold you. Um, and then like a handles and it's like the variety of things you can do that are challenging, um, without weights, which is body weight, but adding resistance by like putting your feet up on something right? or like, you adjust know, your level, adjust like your, your, your levels, your load points. And- it's, you know, it, it makes it harder than, you know, exercises that I've done in a gym. Yeah, and those are probably all on online, like YouTube. You can just watch people do yes. those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's, so people that listen to this show know that we're always advocates of a push-pull squat. And, uh, you know, I wish I could tell somebody more, something different or more exciting. But the reason we say that is because, so you would say to me, like, okay, great, I'm open to doing barbells or, or dumbbells. Now, where the hell do I even start? Um, even going beyond, like, looking for the, you know, the dynamic or functional equivalent of the machine, Using push pull and a squat movement to kind of build your workouts around, you cover everything. Yes. So it's 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 like it's really basic, but it's a roadmap to get a full workout in. So if you're saying, okay, I'm going to use the barbells and dumbbells. If you have you know your three sets of twelve, if you have a push a pull and a squat, like you're covered. Like that's that's your whole body. So that's like a that's like a dumbbell press. Right. That's a barbell squat or a goblet squat with a kettlebell. And that's a, uh, like a bent over dumbbell row yeah, or like a lat pull if you have access to so, those. Yeah. So we're basically in a way to change up your workout. Uh, we're not saying wh- what you're doing. I, I like what you're doing. Yeah, I like the fact same. that you have the machines. However, instead of doing two upper body, one lower body, since you're doing it three days a week like that, do a push pull squat every, every, every workout. Yeah. So, no, so I'm just looking for more effective yeah. in anything. So legs and upper body every you day. You do legs then. and upper body every day. Um, and that first day being your machine one, great. You do a machine um, leg leg exercise. Maybe it's even the the uh, leg press, seated press, seated yeah. press. Maybe you're doing um, like curls. Maybe uh, as your pull, you know, and then you're doing some kind of push with um, you know with an incline bench situation, yeah, or overhead uh, overhead shoulder press, right? And then that's your machine day. Then the next, that Wednesday, for instance, uh, you would do, uh, you would try your hand at dumbbells, just all dumbbell stuff, you know, and that would be inclined bench, maybe just a goblet squat with holding the, the, dumbbell. the dumbbell in the middle here and just doing squats or lunges, reverse lunges with it. Um, and then the third day, maybe like a combination. Yeah. And that's when you bring the kettlebell in too. Yeah. You know, on that third day. Get the swings down. Yeah, get the swings down, which is your I mean, that's kind of a push pull and a squat. You have to keep everything pretty tight. Yeah. Um, for all I mean, you, that's really core stuff too. Yeah. Which, it's but yeah. all all core stuff. You're you're like holding you're holding that kettlebell between your legs and you're you have a slightly bent leg and you're using your hips. I mean you could so, have it count for a squat. I would just say do it above yeah. and beyond, you yeah. know. Just do it above and beyond so that you can incorporate. Because here's here's the hope. The hope is that you'll then add all these like 
exercises into your quiver and that you'll start doing combinations yes. because there's yeah. going to be like machine stuff you love. And it's just like, Oh, I get a great burn. So, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to still add this in or this, this covers this, but I'll make sure I get back to that the next day. It just, it just frees you up so that you're, you're, you know, you're working from an optimum standpoint of like covering all the movements yeah. and like all kinds of different load points and different styles of resistance and, and knowing that the, um, the functional stuff that you're using free weights for, you're getting the most bang for your buck. Yeah. I think adding more to my arsenal like that also will, it will be more exciting for me because yeah. what I, yeah. what happens is if I just have a few out. things, yeah, I get burned out and I'm sick of doing the same stuff over and over. Right. So. Yeah, there's some dummy that's on your machine all day. They're camping out, they're checking their phone. Well, yeah. that's but why then I you started. peek over and you're like, oh, they're looking at Los Feliz. And it's like, all right, that's Like favorite retweet, you know, tell your friends about it. But that's the good thing when like somebody's like, uh, you're going to be on that long. It's like, yeah, guess what? There's do it on dumbbells or do yeah. it, you know, like there's plenty of other places. Do pull-ups, bro. Yeah, I never. A lot of people have these fight stories with people that are like hogging equipment. Like I never have it because I just move on. Yeah. Like as soon as I, I'm just like, nope, adapted, move yeah. on. It's like a good opportunity to try something different. Yeah, jump I rope. S- I saw a crazy thing yesterday. <laughs> I just this. I totally forgot about this. Um, there was a guy, probably seventy, but like jacked, and he <laughs> had a big jug of uh, chocolate milk. With of course. Him. It go. was Jim awesome. weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk during the workout? Yeah. He was just <laughs> True Moo, baby. True Moo. That's Mr. True Moo. <laughs> oh, he was so awesome. Hey, he's still 70 at the gym. Yeah. So it's, doing no, like. I love that because it's like there's just these like anomalies that people do like weird exercises, but they look fucking incredible. Yeah. Or they're there and you're just like, that's this person's system. And it's just, it only works for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like you really get an idea of like how unique we are genetically. <laughs> Cause it's like, Oh, that this guy, you know, but it's true. And it's also like, it does make you focus of like what may work for Jason. What may work for me? What may not work for me might work for Stanger yeah. might work for one of you guys listening right now that you're like, ah, but I've tried going to the gym six days a week. I've tried running somewhat. I've tried taking Pilates or whatever. And it's just like, well, then try something else. Yeah, that See ain't what it. works for you. That ain't it. You know, and uh, maybe it is just changing it up or being committed to six days. Yeah. Uh, but the, the great thing is, is even though you were never much of an athlete growing up, the idea of running has always been part of it. And, yeah. and you stuck to it, which is yeah, just going to show. And now yeah. it's not a bummer for you. Yeah. yeah, I actually like it now. Yeah. And it's one of those things where... Um, it was the easiest thing to get myself out to do, but it was also the thing that got it into my, um, you know, daily life. Yeah. So it helps. What would, what, what would you say is encouragement for somebody that's maybe running and knows it's good for him, but hates it? Um, find a way to make it fun. I would say what I'll do. Metallica. Yeah. Metallica, but like switch it up, like give yourself what I'll do sometimes if it, I want to run for a long time and I'm lacking the motivation, I'll give myself 10 minutes on like a podcast that I like, 10 minutes of uh, music that I like, go back to the podcast, go back to the music. Yeah. There's your workout. Just think about it in 10 minute bursts. And if, if you can get through that 10 minutes, you're great. That's great. Guess what? We're at about an hour into this one. Woofy. Yeah. Time flies. That's our five star motivational marker, which could be your, your 10 minute mark. Maybe this is a good time for you to switch over to music. 
maybe this is a good time to listen to us. Stay with us. Because there's a possibility that you are somebody who rated and reviewed us on iTunes and gave us five stars. So we're going to give you a personalized, motivational uh, shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Hey, listen. It's been about an hour. If you've been working out for this hour, fuck, you're crushing the game. We love it. Crushing the game. If you haven't been, hey, that's okay. Question mark. Apostrophe. Yeah. S. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's nobody's mad. Nobody's mad. I'm not mad. I'm I'm not not mad. I don't give a... I've missed workouts. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah, it's all good. Shit fucking happens. We're chill. It happens. But if, if this... Right now, as you're hearing us even saying we're chill, goes, hey, maybe it's nice enough outside for me to start walking as I'm listening to the rest of this. Do it. That's on you. That's not on us. That's, That's not you. on us. That's, That's you. you telling That's yourself. That's you that. telling you. Yeah. I'm not telling you shit. No. I've talked a bunch. Yeah. But been, I ain't telling you shit. You've been flapping. Yeah. I've been flapping them gammers. You've been, you've been flapping them <laughs> soup coolers. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, if you are working out, and you do want us to know about it? No way we would know. Unless you hashtag a pick with picks or it didn't happen. Picks or it didn't happen. If we don't see a pick, we don't fucking believe it. Stanger's blind unless he actually sees a picture. Dude, I'm fucking, I gotta see. Send me a pick. He did close his eyes there. He did close my <laughs> yeah. eyes. Uh, that was for the guys here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, send us a pick or this a is it a studio? Uh, you know, lack no. of a better this word. Two bedroom. That's Studio City. Oh. <laughs> Whenever I hear you guys say picks or it didn't happen, I want to get that shirt that say pecs or it didn't happen. Is that a shirt? No, but it could be. Dude, hey, make it happen. Pecs or it didn't happen is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We're you either going. have them or it didn't fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> pecs or it didn't happen could be the new dumbbells t-shirt. Yeah. Do it up. You it's go to the, gi- you go to the gym. I'm not seeing the pecs there. It looks like it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like not the same, but in the in the style of that argument for your mom. Like, look, it's here. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, shit, it, it is. Or a shirt just, just says, look, it's here. Look, it's here. <laughs> look, this yoga, Yoda action figure is here. Yeah. Yoga? Ah. Yoga. Uh, if there was a yoga action figure, which I'm sure somebody's done at Urban Outfitters at there this is. point. Yeah. He's a uh, creep with uh, beads on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but hey, let's shout out a couple of people. Um, Stanger, you want to start? Uh, Yes. J. Marquois, 91. 91 was a good year to train, but guess what? So is 2017. So don't quit and treat yourself to a Marquois beverage after you train. And yeah, I said beverage. <laughs> You're catching yourself now, bro. Stanger's fading fast, guys. <laughs> uh, cool. Pick one of the other two if you Shapiro, want. Shapiro, this is on you, baby. Great, Ready? thank you. Yep. Yeah, your choice. Danny Boatwright. Boatwright. Get it. Danny, look at yourself in the mirror right now. Who do you think you are? Who do you want to be? Be that man. Damn. Damn. That was great. Where'd that voice come from? Yeah. You gotta, it was his Batman know, that voice. That was fun. You got a voice for broadcast. You have Someone a, boy, you have a voice here. for Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, thank great. You. My, mine either. sounds really thin and reedy in comparison. <laughs> Ready? Thanks, guys, for this. <laughs> 10, 26, 98. 39, six times more. I'm talking about six more reps. 
Since you don't have a name, you're only a number, do six more of that number. Get out there, do six more push-ups today, do six more sit-ups today, do six more squats today. That was good. Yeah. Hell yeah. You made the most of that. I'm trying to give them some love because I do also want them to be working out right now. Yeah. That was really good. It's also you gave them something they could do, you know? Hey, listen, right now <laughs> we're in the KA50 challenge. Oh yeah, KA50. If you don't know what the KA50 challenge is, it's 50 squats, 50 push-ups, and 50 sit-ups every, every day single day for four weeks. For four this weeks. started on October 4th. So we should be a few weeks into this. You should be two weeks into this yeah. workout. Take Let's, it to Halloween, bro. Take it to Halloween. Take the sit-ups, push-ups, and squats to Halloween. Take baby. it. To, uh, Shapiro, give us a take the KA50 challenge all the way to Halloween, bro. Let's hear that. Take the KA challenge all the way to Halloween, bro. <laughs> it's good, man. Thanks. It does. Yeah, yeah, I it like sounds that. like he's it's like... Fun. Um, Randy Savage mixed with yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah. Right, but Randy, I would say even more... More studio polished than Savage. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Savage it, has too many other words going on in the middle there. Yeah, I feel like Don Knotts compared. Now yeah. I'm over here like Jack. <laughs> <laughs> this also, is Barney Five. He also sounds a little bit like a guy in the trench coat with a newspaper behind a plant. <laughs> yeah, you sound like gym. somebody that's uh, eye stealing workouts yeah. from trainers. <laughs> you still on that machine? <laughs> I'm gonna walk back. To my like little blue jet after this, feeling awesome about myself. Hey, don't forget your clipboard in your pen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just hastily threw it on the ground outside. Yeah. Take that back. Uh, uh, but cool. let's, yeah, do the challenge. Let us know how it's going. Yeah. And um, if you would like to hear your iTunes handle read out loud and receive a custom piece of motivation from ourselves at Dumbbells and from our from our golden voiced guest. Yeah. Uh, all you have to do is rate and review us five stars on iTunes. That's it. We'll track you down. We'll call you out. We'll have some fun. And the reviews help us. They help us climb the charts on it iTunes. Does. Hey, Jason, you want to help us out um, with answering a question? I'd love to. From yeah. askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Let's do it. Weighing in, baby. Boom. Oh. You recognize? Woo. He loves this tasty lick. You got some fish? Yes. Ooh. Are you a fish fan? <laughs> <laughs> he has to ask the same question comes the up same every, way every time. Every show. Uh, that was The Weight by Fish. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. You like it. Love it. It's off of uh, Hoist. See? It's off the Hoist. Hoist, hoist. also uh, does gym equipment, <laughs> nice. interestingly enough. There you go. Yeah. Hoist gym equipment and also Hoist the album. Oh, no, it wasn't off of Hoist. Oh. I'm sorry. How many shows have you been to? Uh, in the late 30s. Whoa. The la- in, in the late 30s? In the late 30s. Are you doing exactly. mushrooms and stuff out there? And- no. Good work. <laughs> hey, they're here. It's a family show. <laughs> they're here. The, the mushroom police are here. <laughs> yeah. They want their mushrooms back. Oh, even the, I was just saying that like the, he's like his excuse for doing them is that they're here. Look, yeah, they're here. Uh, they're here. Uh, 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 yeah. Got it. Um, okay, this is coming to us from George. Uh, he's uh, from the UK. Uh, hey guys, Limey fan from the UK here. All right, we get it. You're from the UK. <laughs> yeah, we get it, buddy. Uh, I've started an exercise, uh, even more Limey, regimen that lasts uh, for the last three months in the aim of slimming down. I've gone from 210 pounds to 190. So well done. F- so far, seeing results from a mix of HIT, H I I T, running yep. and weights four to five days a week. I want to bring uh, press-ups and pull-ups. Press-ups is push-ups in the UK. 
and pull-ups into the exercise, but struggle with both pain in my wrist for the press ups and general struggles with pull-ups. Do you have any starter tips uh, on these? Cheers, George. Great. Uh, so English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so English. Um, love it. Um, so if you're having issues with um, your wrist uh, flexibility for push-ups, um, I would do press some- Press-ups. Uh, for press-ups. In honor of George. Uh, in honor of George. And the um, queen. I would do some, um, some wrist uh, warm-up exercises. And that is um, either, yeah, just pulling- uh, having your arms straight forward and pulling your fingers back to also putting your hands in like a prayer position and, uh, and going towards one elbow and then the other elbow. Um, Ooh, yeah. And then making sure you're getting the back of your palm as well, which is, uh, arms straight out and pointing your fingers down and pulling those fingers towards, uh, your chest. Yeah, like you're saying, oh, stop. And oh, then stop. stretching yeah. that. It's and like So doing it at the beginning of the O and then the end of the O, stop. <laughs> yeah, so getting, getting it in both extreme extension and flexion. Um, also, if it's, if it's not working for you, you can get some kind of like push-up aid. They have like handles that you can use yep. that are just like, there was a perfect push-up for a while, but you don't need to get anything that spins. You can just grab a couple of dumbbells. Yeah, you can, do, you can use dumbbells. And so those just like elevate your hands off the ground so you're off your knuckles. And then you can keep your wrists locked straight the yes. whole time. So that way you don't even have to challenge the flexion or extension. Or you can do them on your knuckles if you feel like you can do those as well. Yeah, and if that's, if that's bugging your hands or your wrists, yeah, look into those, look into those handles or using dumbbells. Yeah. And then that's kind of a way around. But I would, I would, I like Eugene saying to, uh, to see if you can remedy the situation. Yeah, and by- also um, a good way of remedying it is strengthening that wrist uh, flexibility is starting those pushups on your knees and going slower on the way down and slower on the way yeah. back. That way you're gaining, your, your body's getting used to that movement. You're not straining too much on them. Uh, and you're just doing less reps of it that way. Yeah, you're easing into the pool. Yeah. Uh, and then the same kind of happens with pull-ups. Um, I would uh, focus in on like grabbing a box or a bench, putting it under the pull-up um, machine or the pull-up station that you're going on, starting at the top of your pull-up. So like your head is already over the bar and slowly trying as slow as you can, um, let yourself descend down. Right. So you're working the negative or the concentric movement or eccentric movement on the pull up. Yeah. Um, if you have, if you have access to one of those, uh, machines that like assists you, sure. You just have to be systematic about it. So you start with whatever, uh, assistance you need at the beginning and then slowly step it down. Yep. Um, if you don't, you can also use the bands. Yes. Yeah. And then the bands you could do the same way. You can buy a couple of super bands with multiple degrees of tension and then like systematically roll back the tension, use right. less and less each time. But, and, the, and the best way to overuse the word systematic is to be systematic about it. Yes. So that you're not just flying blind. Like you look like, okay, I'm using a blue band. I'm able to hit 10 reps. And then once you're able to do 15, then maybe you step back on the band and then you drop back down to 10 again. And then once you're able to hit 15, you step back on that band. Right. And then the next thing you know, you'll be doing them with with no weight at all, but doing the negatives really helps doing the negatives helps, but also just doing pull-ups helps. There's no, there's no, um, way around it. Do not use a lat pull down machine to try to work on pull-ups because you don't have that's again, resting the rest of your body. Uh, and you don't have that same kind of stability in your body to do a pull-up. 
What do you think, Jason? Any tips for this uh, limey fan out in the UK? Honestly, I was I just had bad ideas. I thought about them and I was like, that's not a good idea. No, it give, was us, just give like, us one. I mean, like wear gloves, which that's not going to help. Or I was going to say, like, if you're out there, George, if you're out there jacking it, like start trading off jacking it with your uh, non-dominant hand. Oh, maybe you're having wrist. Yeah. But I don't think that's issues. really helping. Eh, it might, you know? I, well, this might help might George. It he, he, yeah. What he meant was wanking it. Yeah, if you're wanking it, start wanking uh, it with the non-dominant yeah, yeah, yeah. hand. Right. Yeah, getting both getting both hands really. Yeah. So that was by, be my advice. Hey, that's good advice for jerking off. Hey, <laughs> how about a shorter question from our superset? Let's do it. Me, I'm super fly. Missy Elliott fan. Super fly. Super fly. She's so good. Lauren Hill introduced me. Oh, yeah, your girl. <laughs> yeah. She still runs miles? Yeah. Crushing it. Okay, so this one is, because I, I, I don't know, <laughs> so maybe I should have prepped a little bit for this, but this is coming to us from care. at Chris Tina, or Chris H. Tina. I think it's more Chris Tina. Does the first start with an X? <laughs> it does. Okay. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the dumbbells. Is fruit-infused water as nutritious slash beneficial as the internet claims? So at first I was thinking of like, she was talking about spa water. Yeah. But I did like a quick search and there's like this whole um, movement now now towards using like this fruit-infused water. And to give you some of like the, um, the health benefits that they claim, boost your metabolism, fills you up so you don't eat as much, naturally helps your body release fat cells, keeps food moving through your system, flushes toxins from your system, improves your mood, reduces muscle fatigue while working out. That seems... Can I, can I give you... Yeah, you know what that is? Water. <laughs> yeah. You say those same things and that's what water does. It's not fruit water. To me, that sounds like that's what water does. Make, it makes you feel better, yeah, because you're not dehydrated. A lot um, of times you think you're hungry, but you're actually thirsty. Yep. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Very That's good. true. I, I mean, that seems like a lot to promise. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know what from like a scientific standpoint, like w- how it could boost your metabolism and or how it could flush toxins. And there's even, there's even water can. Yeah. Tom Brady drinks like 25 glasses of water a day. I just read. Yeah. But I mean, even like the toxin standpoint, yeah, it's like, Brady. Are, are there even toxins in your body? Like there, it's questionable. Oh, I There's see. no chemical compound that exists for them. It's not like you can say like, ah, this is a toxin I just flushed for myself. Sure. But I agree with what you guys are saying. It's like, look, if you look at it, it's really just the, the water that's yeah. benefiting. I don't know what, like, I, I don't know what kind of phytonutrients you're getting from the fruit just by it sitting in the water that adds to that because it's not you're not getting any of the rind or the skin in there you're just getting like some of the flavor from it yeah if so you need to yeah i'll just say if you need to if if the, yeah if, if it helps you drink more water if it makes you drink more water and there's no other you know additives to it or you know yeah this is like people doing it themselves so they like pack it with like chopped apple and they strain it out so it's sure. just that but i don't know i mean the 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 promises seem a little dubious to yes. me. Oh yeah, Whole Foods has those, and they're really expensive. Also, just infused just, water. Yeah, 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 you just see like a water bottle, and then you just see fruit sitting in. Sure. It. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like they're they're promising a lot. I I don't know. Like I don't know scientifically how that could 
how that could. Yeah. You know, I know that like you can get polyphenols and catechins from the skin of berries and those have like powerful free radical properties, but I don't know if just like berry essence and something is going to give that to you or, or how it could really. So I would say, yeah, like if it helps you drink more water, great. Yeah. Um, from a psychosomatic standpoint, if you feel like it's doing that for you, then who cares? Yeah. It's doing it for you then. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, as far as what it's promising, it seems like a little, it seems a little much. Yeah. But, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. More tests come in. We'll change our way. I'll change my tune. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, Jason, uh, anything you want to plug or bring up again? Um, the book? Get thank that you book. for having me. Yeah. Of I course. really appreciate it. It was a pleasure to be on. So much fun. I love the show. Um, I would say find, if you can, uh, go buy the book on Amazon. It's called The Memory Hoarder's Journal. Um, I, you can follow Los Feliz Daycare on Twitter. Hopefully yeah. one day there'll be an animated show. We're hoping Great. there will be hope. Hopefully put yeah. it out there, baby. Put the it secret. out there. Yeah. Um, the secret. Keep, keep pushing it. Yeah. Keep pushing it. <laughs> keep pushing yeah, no, it. You, gotta, you gotta do it in the voice. Man. Yeah. Keep pushing it. Nice. Tommy bottle sticker. No, it's Tommy Boatwright. Danny yeah. Boatwright. Danny Boatwright. Tommy Bottlestick. <laughs> but Tommy Bottlestick <laughs> is telling you. That's yeah. the character's name is Tommy Bottlestick. That's the character. That's who you yeah. are. Tommy, Tommy Bottlestick. Bottlestick says keep pushing. <laughs> we're going to have Tommy Bottlestick back on soon. <laughs> let's give it. Let's let's get a clean one from Tommy okay. Bottlestick. Tommy Bottlestick says keep pushing it. I love it. I love it too. <laughs> Thank you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll have you back on. Try Thank to you. stick to like that. See if that yeah, workout works. Because here yeah, are the free weights go. That really helps. I appreciate the good insight. Um, Expertise. And uh, if you want to reach us, you can do so at the dumbbells everywhere, social media wise. That's um, two B's and two L's. Uh, and if you want to ask us a long form question, you can do so at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And we would like to, uh, myself, Eugene, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Jason, like to remind everybody listening out there to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Danny Boatwright. Boatwright? Get it. Danny, look at yourself in the mirror right now. Who do you think you are? Who do you want to be? Be that man. That was a HeadGum Podcast.